Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Oh, yeah. What's going on, DMV? You know who it is. Youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham. Here with you live and local. On 106.7 The Fan and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. Ride with me. Short edition of Overtime here tonight with you till 745. And clearly the topic of conversation right now in our nation's capital is indeed about the Washington Commanders. Plenty of storylines coming off of yesterday's game. Three-game winning streak snapped by an arch nemesis, an old friend in Kirk Cousins. We'll get to that later on in the show as well. Monday Night Football is tonight. Ravens in enemy territory tonight taking on the New Orleans Saints. Andrew Dalton, Andy Dalton, excuse me, has really got this Saints offense humming here in the last few weekends. But on the other side for the Ravens, new faces for Baltimore defensively. They traded for Roquan Smith, uh, the linebacker from Chicago before the deadline. He now gets to be a part of that ferocious Ravens front. They're activating David Ojobo, the defensive end edge rusher from the University of Michigan who tore his Achilles during his pro day. Baltimore drafted him a season ago. Anyway, he's going to make his debut tonight. So plenty, plenty to get to here in the show. You all know how I get down. It's the People Show. Tap in with me all show long, one of two ways. MGM, National Harbor Listener Lines, wide open, 1-800-636-1067. Twitter and Instagram, you can find me there as well. N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. The big news of the day, non-commanders related, was the Indianapolis Colts, after starting off 3-5-1 and one on the year, have fired their head coach, Frank Wright, and have hired ESPN analyst and former Colts great Jeff Saturday to take over that program. I know there was a big talking point throughout the day on all the major networks and the reaction nationwide to the news is I don't even want to call it surprising. I just think the move and decision was surprising as a whole. This is unprecedented territory that we've entered right now in the National Football League. Jeff Saturday, great player, smart, playing the center position. You got to be accountable for everybody offensively. But when you hire a head coach, Lewis Riddick, one of my favorites, put it this way. You have to first establish credibility, which Jeff Saturday should have no issue doing. He's a former player, former Pro Bowl guy. You have to establish a culture, which I think should be easy for him to do because he comes from the quote-unquote glory days of the Indianapolis Colts. And then you got to build a winner. And I don't think that is going to happen this year for the Colts, but the decision is interesting on many fronts. I was personally pissed off 
about what happened earlier today. There are plenty of people well-qualified. I'll be straight up. There are plenty of African-American people, plenty qualified in the National Football League that don't get these opportunities after earning them, being on a coaching staff for years. Don't get the opportunity to be a head coach. And Jeff Saturday gets to walk off the set at ESPN and all of a sudden be a head coach. There's only 32 of these gigs in the world. It's special. And I think lowering the requirements and the standards to become a part of that fraternity is is crazy to me. It really is. And it's no disrespect and no slight to Jeff Saturday. I'm more worried about the Indianapolis Colts as a whole from their, the direction of their franchise. Which way are you going right now? I understand he's only being named the head coach on an interim basis. But if you're talking about trying to galvanize a locker room and get a group of guys to rally around each other, why not hire somebody who's been in there, boots on the ground all season since training camp, being a part of what you're trying to build? The hell with him being a Colts legend. No one gives a rat's ass about that. You are judged by wins and losses. This is a feel-good story. You love it. You grab national headlines, but that's not what I'm about. I'm about wins and losses. That easily helps us transition to yesterday. We're doing Burgundy and Gold Game Day Live. Myself, Denton Day, and former Commanders tight end Logan Paulson getting the opportunity to sit and talk about what we were watching yesterday and it was an emotional roller coaster seeing the performance that that group put out there. There was a point in time yesterday, Washington up 17 to 7 in this ball game, and it really felt as if everything was rolling in their direction. It really felt as if maybe this was a changing of the guard moment for a franchise that's been littered in turmoil, for a franchise that's been swimming in distractions. You had an opportunity, you had an opportunity to go out yesterday and beat a 6-1 and one Minnesota Vikings team. Could you imagine what the conversation would be here locally right now if Washington got the job done yesterday? You'd now be sitting at 4-4. Four and four. You're right in the thick of things in the NFC playoff picture, and now we can start talking about you as a legitimate contender. But obviously we know what happened yesterday. They fell short, but there are plenty of positive takeaways from yesterday's contest, and we'll get to those here in the next hour or so. But my first blush initial reactions to what I saw yesterday, man, for the better part, it's a 60-minute game. For the better part of 60 minutes, really all, the entire 60 minutes, I was proud to be a commander's fan. I was proud of the effort that was put forth by these guys. And I'm not one to do moral victories. I, I judge you based off of wins and losses and Yesterday, no matter how well you think you played, ultimately, your result and your final destination was a loss. So now, it's on them to regroup. There's no time to sit in sorrow. There's no time to go back and think about what if or what if we would have did this, what if we would have did that. You have the best team in the National Football League getting ready to roll out the red carpet for you next Monday night in the Philadelphia Eagles. They don't care about Dan Snyder about to sell the team. They don't care about the quarterback controversy that we have going on here in Washington. They're about business. They're about business. They don't care about the potential return of Chase Young. They're about going out and getting W's. And it makes for a hell of a matchup next Monday night, and I can't wait to get there. But before we get there, I feel like it's some business we have to handle with this football team. Because as I watching the game yesterday, 
multiple times throughout, man, I had to pinch myself and say, man, look at what's going on right now. Yes, ultimately it ends up in a loss. But through the first eight games of the season, I never felt as good as I felt yesterday, even in the win against Jacksonville because of who the opponent was and the level of competition. I never felt as good as I felt yesterday, even in a loss. You had a 6-1 and one Minnesota Vikings team coming in here red hot, winners of five straight, coming on the road, trying to establish themselves as well. They were 6-1 and one entering yesterday, yet people in their power rankings didn't view them as a top five team in the National Football League. There was still a monkey, so to speak, on their back, and I feel like they exercised those demons yesterday by beating Washington. So shout out to the Minnesota Vikings. I'm a huge Kirk Cousins guy. You all know that. I definitely thought the way that he exited here from Washington was a mistake, and if they can go back and redo it, he'd still probably be the quarterback here in D.C. But the MGM National Harbor listener lines are wide open right now, 1-800-636-1067. The question at hand, yes, Washington ultimately ends up losing yesterday. What did you learn, though, in yesterday's loss to the Minnesota Vikings? I'll answer that question, plus take your calls next. This is The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So now Willingham here with you on Overtime tonight here on 1067. The fan always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app as well. I want to hear from you guys. 1-800-636-1067. Talking commanders right now. And what I want to get to is a little bit of a, I don't want to call it an event session, but let's really break down what we saw yesterday. And the question at hand right now is, what did you learn about the Washington Commanders and yesterday's loss to the Minnesota Vikings? You can tweet me on Twitter at N. E-L-L underscore BTP. You can call it in as well. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines, 1-800-636-1067. There's a lot of things I learned yesterday in the loss to the Minnesota Vikings. First and foremost, though, if you watched the same game that I watched yesterday, you understand that after 60 minutes of watching that, this commander's defense 
despite all the hoopla and chatter in the offseason, despite all the letdowns and disappointments of 2021, eight weeks into the season, nine weeks into the season, Washington defensively is amongst the best units in all of football. And, and I think we owe defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio a huge apology. When you really just look in to the numbers yesterday from Washington, you're going up against Dalvin Cook, one of the best running backs in football. Everybody knows the Minnesota Vikings offense is predicated on their success and ability to run the football. Well, yesterday, a valiant effort when it comes to that. Dalvin Cook, 17 carries, 47 yards, had a long rush of nine. As a team, Minnesota, 22 rushing attempts, 56 yards. That's 2.5 yards a carry that they held the Minnesota Vikings to. I'm not here to give out participation trophies. I'm not here for moral victories. But anytime you hold another team in the National Football League to 2.5 yards an attempt, nine times out of ten, you're supposed to win that football game. Especially against a team that's built like the Minnesota Vikings. We all know it. Kirk Cousins, when everything's going right around him, is a very good quarterback. But you take away the running game, you beat him up a little bit, he becomes normal. He becomes a regular NFL quarterback. And I thought Washington, for the better part of 60 minutes, had Kirk Cousins looking like a regular pedestrian NFL quarterback. Now, there's some of you out there who believe that's exactly what Kirk Cousins is, but the numbers will tell you he's one of the top 10 to 12 quarterbacks in the entire sport. The numbers will tell you that. But based off what you saw yesterday against Washington and how physical and dominant they were up front, beating him up all game long, you got to give kudos to this commander's defense. And this is different, like I said in the open. I felt better about this game than I did about the win against Jacksonville, and here's why. The level of competition. Now, I know there's a sector of the fan base who wasn't buying the Minnesota Vikings as a legit contender at 6-1. and one. But to those people who say that, I tell you this. You are what your record says you are. And damn it, if you're 6-1, and one, you're 6-1. and one. And that 6-1 and one record had them as one of the top three teams in the sport. Now, it's up to you and your discretion to decide whether or not they are exactly that. But based off of what you saw yesterday defensively from Washington and who they were going against, Dalvin Cook, one of the best running backs in the sport. Justin Jefferson, one of the best wide receivers in the sport. When you take all that into account, Washington had a pretty good damn effort yesterday defensively. And I said we owe Jack Del Rio an apology for this reason, myself included. See, that's the difference between me and a lot of other people. I'm man enough to admit when I'm wrong. I'm man enough to come up and apologize to somebody when they deserve it. And Jack Del Rio deserves it, man. All offseason. All offseason. We took shots at him. Whether it was about the insurrection comments that he made, whether it was about the same excuses that we were hearing defensively about a lack of communication, everything you want, everything negative that you could possibly think of, we were saying about Commander's Defensive Coordinator Jack Del Rio. And dating back to the second half of the Detroit Lions game, this defense, for some reason, somehow, some way, has flipped that proverbial switch. This is a legit unit, in my opinion, that can be reckoned with. And we saw it yesterday. They tried and tried and tried. Eventually, as the season 
continues to progress. I think they continue to progress. And eventually, I don't know if it'll be next week against Philadelphia or the next week against Houston, Washington defensively is putting out a group week in and week out that is capable of single-handedly winning football games. They tried their damnedest yesterday to do it. You got nothing offensively. You got nothing offensively from Washington yesterday. You want to talk about complimentary football? Didn't exist yesterday in Landover at FedEx. Wasn't happening. Offensively, they gave you nothing. You went three for 10 on third down as a unit offensively, yet Washington still, still held Minnesota to just 301 yards offensively. It's nothing to sneeze at. You still held them to under 50 yards on the ground. Anybody who looks at the performance yesterday from the Washington Commanders defense and has really anything negative to say, check yourself. Check yourself and check, do you have an agenda of some sort? Check yourself and make sure you don't have any type of ill will towards the group. Because as hard as I am on the group when they fail, I'm just as positive about the group when they have success. And yesterday, for the better part of four quarters, that unit came to play. And ultimately, like I just said, was let down by their offense. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. What did you learn in yesterday's loss to the Minnesota Vikings? Let's go to Lucas, who's in Frederick, wants to tap in. What's going on, buddy? How you doing, Linnell? I was there yesterday. The crowd was going good. It It was a great game. All game, it felt real good. Until you know what happened, that that interception, you know, <laughs> everybody's been kind of going back and forth on Heineke, me included. Um, but yesterday we learned Heineke is not the guy. Yeah. He can't pull through in the big moments. You know, the defense, like you've been saying, played outstanding yesterday. They deserve all the credit. But Heineke just – and I know it's a team sport, yeah. but we got to admit it, he threw it away with that pick. I mean, I, I don't know how else you could put it. No, put it. there's no other way else to put it, Lucas. I appreciate the call, man. Look, when you put it that way, and Lucas – not the first time he's called into this program, an astute listener like all of you are out there. If anybody watching yesterday still feel, you know what, let's take a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll get a little bit deeper into the quarterback discussion. But the question out there remains on the MGM National Harbor listener line, 1-800-636-1067. Twitter and Instagram, you can get at me there as well, N-E-L-L underscore BCP. What did you learn in yesterday's loss to the Vikings? Your calls and my thoughts next. This is the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's overtime here on 1067 The Fan, the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham, riding with you till 745 tonight on this Monday night here in our nation's capital. Plenty of things going on here locally from the sports front. The Wizards tipped off about four minutes ago. The Caps in action tonight as well. And what we're talking about now, the Washington Commanders yesterday had their three-game winning streak snapped in the euphoria that we had here in the district for the past week has now escaped us. It's gone. And right now, I'm trying to get to the bottom of exactly what happened yesterday. There were some good things. There were some bad things. But ultimately, we know in this business, you're judged off of wins and losses. And Washington was unsuccessful, though. There were some things that I learned, though, yesterday, and I want to hear what you guys learned as well. MGM National Harbor listener lines wide open, 1-800-636-1067. N-E-L-L underscore BTP is how you reach me on Twitter. I told you I learned that I felt this defense was amongst the best units in football. I also learned that maybe, just maybe, we need to give a little bit more credit to Washington's front office and scouting department. They deserve a ton of credit. But some of the hidden gems that they found in the draft the past couple of years. And it's not like they're just finding special teams war daddies. They're finding unit contributors, as I like to call them. A guy like a Benjamin St. Juice, who in my opinion, yesterday against Justin Jefferson, had his coming out party. Rough first drive, gives up four catches for 48 yards. But Justin Jefferson on the day only ends up with three more receptions. So he did a lot of positive things, had a couple of pass breakups in the end zone. He had the tip that leads to a Danny Johnson interception. There are plenty of positive things to take away. But for me, man, their ability to find hidden gems in the later rounds in the draft have really shown up here in the first eight weeks of the season. A Derek Forrest, who's right now pro football focuses fifth best safety in the entire National Football League. This is somebody that you spent the fifth round draft pick on. This isn't somebody that's a first-rounder. Washington and that scouting department deserves credit because it isn't easy to continually find diamonds in the rough. And I got about a list of eight or nine guys here that were not drafted in the first two rounds. I gave you Benjamin St. Just, Derek Forrest, Percy Butler, someone who right now isn't contributing defensively, but he's a part of one of the best special teams units in all the National Football League. Anytime that your special teams unit gets a moniker, you know it's a good group. All of my older listeners out there, the Wild Bunch back in the day, they were a bad group. 
And when I say bad, I mean the good bad. They were a group that went out there and played balls to the wall every snap, and they're a tone setter for you at the beginning of games. I get excited now when Washington defers to the second half because that means this badass kickoff unit gets to go out there and set the tone and set how physical the football game is going to be. I love it. Percy Butler ends up as a, I believe Butler was a third-round pick or or a fifth-round pick in this past year's draft, contributing already on special teams. Kudos to him. John Bates. Somebody this team drafted a few years ago, the tight end out of Boise State, has turned in to one of the better blocking tight ends in all the sport. And Washington found him. Not with the first-round pick, not with the second-round pick, but those middle-round selections, that's how you build the culture and identity of your roster. I think Washington's continued to do that. A guy like James Smith-Williams, a seventh-round pick, starting right now with defensive end in place of the injured Chase Young. I know it's not 99 and it's not the same juice and explosion, but it's it's serviceable. It's good enough to win with. And the fact that they drafted him in the seventh round, it just shows you, man, those guys are doing their homework and they deserve credit for it. Cam Curl, another former seventh-round pick that Washington has found a diamond in the rough. Pro Football Focus has him rated as the best safety in all of football right now. So don't tell me you need a bunch of first-round picks and, and household names to build a winner. Washington's doing it right now, and they deserve credit for it. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor Listener Lines. N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P is how you reach me on Twitter. What did you learn in yesterday's loss to the Minnesota Vikings? Let's go to Jim in Spotsylvania once tap in. What's going on, Jim? Good evening, buddy. What I learned been watching this team since 1965 yes i'm old what i learned is the same thing we knew in july linebackers we didn't upgrade and we get burned what i also learned was we have a lot of offensive talent you just named Bates. you laid all these things going out great moment there young man but you know what's sad our coaching staff does not put them in a position to win that's what i learned we have a lot of weapons in offense we don't use them we're not divergent we don't think out of the box and the defense, sorry, everything you're saying is true except for those linebackers just don't cut Man, it. I don't know, Jim. I, I appreciate the call, but if you're watching the same thing I'm watching and have a problem with the way the linebackers performed yesterday, Jamin Davis is coming off of his best performance of his career. Pro Football Focus had yeah, him rated they had a, as they the had a, highest graded defender yesterday for Washington. Boss, they had a tight end with one week of practice that just went wild over the middle. And Holcomb's a good guy. I love him. Holcomb didn't even play yesterday, buddy. I appreciate the call. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. What would you learn in yesterday's loss to the Minnesota Vikings from Washington's perspective? Let's go to Ray in the district once that What's going on, Ray? Thank you. Yep, you there, buddy? You there? Yep, I'm here. What would you learn yesterday? Thanks for taking the call. First time calling into your show. I'm enjoying it. Um, So before I tell you what I learned, I want to just agree with what you're saying. I think our defense is – Man, if we're going to get anywhere into the playoffs, it's going to be on their backs. What I learned is that, man, I'm a big Heineke fan, but we still haven't found a quarterback, and I don't think we have the quarterback on our team yet. Um, and I learned that we need, to, uh, we need to go look for a quarterback and maybe a lineman or two to protect them because I think we've got the offensive weapons in place. Uh, but unfortunately, maybe even Scott Turner mm. uh, need to, maybe to upgrade him as well. That's what I've learned. Hey Ray, hey, Ray, I appreciate the call, my man. Look, I, I agree with him 
Uh, from the standpoint of, we all know this though. If you t- if you separate the feel good story and your love of the person and individual away from the actual talent of the player, when talking about Taylor Heineke, the evaluation is very clear and easy to make. He does not have the physical tools to be a starting quarterback in the National Football League, but he is, in my opinion, the ideal backup. A backup quarterback in the National Football League is somebody that you need to come in and play spot duty. If your quarterback breaks his ribs or breaks his finger, he can come in and start four to six games for you, and he'll give your unit a spark. You have a chance to compete with him back there for a limited time, but as we saw last year, over a 15-game sample size, he's just not it. He's just not it. And it's not an indictment on Taylor Heineke, the person. It's really just an indictment on Taylor Heineke, the quarterback. And that's what we got to do a better job of as fans, separating our love for the person and the actual talent that the guy has on the field. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. What did you learn in yesterday's loss to the Minnesota Vikings? I told you I learned this defense, badass. One of the best units in all of the sport right now. All three levels got guys who are dudes. Defensive line, linebacker, secondary. Yesterday, they proved their value and their worth. And and the last caller called in trying to take a jab at Jamin Davis and the linebacking core. I do get it because TJ Hawkinson coming in off of four days practice and being the second leading receiver on the team is ridiculous from our standpoint. But I give them credit. You didn't know how Minnesota was going to deploy the tight end yesterday. You didn't know how much work T.J. Hawkinson was going to get yesterday. You live and you learn. But overall, when you take a bird's-eye view at the commander's defense, you got to be proud of the effort no matter what the stats read. Let's go to Kurt and Clifton before we take the break. What's going on, Kurt? Yeah, man, I think we – how you guys doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I think we're beating up on Heineke a little bit much, but I agree with you. He is the ideal backup. But one thing about him, he's a pure athlete. You know, he you know, he's a he anticipates. That's what Carson Wentz doesn't do. And I think Wentz just does can't read defense. I think Heineke can, he just like you say, a little bit challenged, but he is a go getter and a winner. I think he can Anthony, the team Anthony, let me ask you this though, Anthony. obviously you're a fan of Taylor Heineke. Kurt, do you Kurt. think sorry, Kurt, do you think Taylor Heineke deserves the opportunity to be the starter? For the remainder of this season? I do. He's the best fit for – he's the boat that you find in your toolbox to just make it work. Make it make it strong for now. Because your team can move forward with him. You know what he can and can't do. And you can move from that point. But when Carson's in there, he's like a deer in headlights. He holds <laughs> the ball way too long. He doesn't move in the pocket. That line is terrible. Heineke makes it look better. He made it look better last year, and the line got all the credit. I said, he's not – that line's not that great. You put that kid back there, the rookie, mm-hmm. he's going to look just just as bad as Wentz because yeah. they're not that good. But Kurt, Heineke Kurt, makes that line look great. Kurt, I appreciate the call. I don't know if I agree with that, man. I've been clamoring for this Washington Commanders coaching staff to give Sam Howell a chance, obviously, this week. Going to Philadelphia on Monday Night Football is not the correct opportunity to give him his first career start. 
But if Taylor Heineke continues to play the way he's been playing, specifically yesterday, Sam Howell time will be coming very, very soon. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. Linnell Willingham here with you on overtime tonight. About a half hour left to go in the program. The question is simple. What did you learn in Washington's loss yesterday to the Minnesota Vikings? Your calls plus more of what I learned next. This is the fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham here on Overtime. Here on 106.7 The Fan and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. Pack lines on a Monday night here in the district. Question is simple. What did you learn in yesterday's loss to the Minnesota Vikings? I'll continue to get us going on this, man. I told you I learned that this defense was amongst the best units in the entire National Football League. I also told you that I learned this Washington front office and scouting department deserves a ton of credit for the mid-round gems that they found in the draft uh, here in the past couple of years. Guys like Derek Forrest, Benjamin St. Juice, Cam Curl, Sadiq Charles, James Smith-Williams, you name it. It's a laundry list of guys that they've hit on here in the fourth, fifth, sixth, seven rounds. That's how you build a football team. That is how you establish a culture and an identity Those guys are normally going to be a part of your core moving forward. They might not all turn into superstars, but that's not what you draft them for. You draft them for the hopes of them being building blocks towards your future. What else did I learn, though? I also learned that Washington's problems offensively are not fixable in the year 2022, and here's why. Yesterday, Washington once again put together an absolutely horrendous performance leaving the defense out to dry. You go three for 10 on third down. You're only able to muster up 263 total yards. You only pass for 149 yards. And this is the thing that people are so caught up with. When you really look at Taylor Heineke's performance yesterday, if you eliminate the fluke touchdown that he throws to Curtis Samuel where the damn referee sets a pick on the safety, you take that play out of Taylor Heineke's stat line, He threw for only 100 yards on the day. But yet there is still a portion of this fan base who are mesmerized. They're they're horny for Heineke, if I do say so myself. I mean, geez, at some point, you've got to separate your personal feelings for a guy and then just evaluate what you see on Sundays. Because based on what I see on Sundays, yesterday, for the second time in three games, Taylor Heineke tried to single-handedly throw this football team out of the game. Hell, he didn't try. He did. He did throw this football team completely out of the game. Call it what you want. I'm honest. I'm real. I have no cut cards. I don't owe Taylor Heineke anything. Love him. I was the leader of the Heineke Hive last offseason before I got to see 15 games of him as a starter. So at this point, as a fan base, shouldn't we already know what he is? Shouldn't we be well-versed in the book of Heineke? Some of you aren't. 
Some of you are still waiting for him to pull the rabbit out of the hat. Yesterday, doing Burgundy and Gold Game Day Live, we're up 17 to 7. I was waiting. I was waiting for the moment to happen. And then there was a point in that game where they scored 10 points in three minutes. And it was right then and there that I knew this guy clearly isn't it for us at quarterback. But I also knew that these problems for Washington aren't fixable in 2022. As much as we want to get on Taylor Heineke for his inaccuracy and the interceptions and getting balls batted at the line of scrimmage, what about the performance of this commander's offensive line yesterday? Granted, they were going against a group in Minnesota who is very, very skilled at the edge rusher spot. Two Pro Bowl, all-pro caliber type guys in Daniil Hunter uh, and Zadarius Smith. Zadarius Smith coming in yesterday was the leading sack getter in all of football. But it still doesn't excuse the performance that Washington had up front, specifically at the tackle spot. Cornelius Lucas filling in for the injured Sam Cosme. Coming in yesterday, according to ESPN, Cornelius Lucas had the best run block win rate of all tackles in the NFL. But clearly, as they have all season, this offensive line, when they're asked to go backwards and pass protect, it's not so pretty. Via pro football focus, these are Cornelius Lucas's numbers from yesterday. Six pressures given up that led the entire commander's offensive line. Three hurries, two sacks, and a QB hit. You cannot win like that. And as much as we want to get on Heineke, and, and trust me, he deserves a brunt of the blame. There are some plays yesterday where they didn't even give him a chance. There were some plays yesterday where he didn't even get a chance. You go back to the third down sack with 12 minutes left to go in the half. Leno and Cornelius Lucas both get walked back into Taylor Heineke's lap immediately. You know what's ironic about it? Number 17 running wide open on a dig route. So when you talk about the failures of this offense, understand it's a multi-layered situation and multiple people deserve blame. But in my opinion, I think Taylor Heineke deserves the brunt of the blame. What say you, though? 1-800-636-1067 is the number. What did you learn yesterday about the Washington Commanders and their loss uh, to the Minnesota Vikings? Let's go to Branch, who's the number Marlboro on Stabbing. What's going on, Branch? Hey guys, thank you for taking my call. Yep. I just got three quick points. Three quick point. Three quick points. Can you tell me what you first learned all, yesterday? I was, first? I, okay, I, what I learned is that we get co- we get out coached day in and day out every week. The, the 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 Washington football team coaches did not make an adjustment. He got balls batted down the first quarter. The first the first quarter, ball after ball. They should have went in at halftime and said, we're going to roll you out so that you don't get your balls batted down. So game after game, after game we get batted, we get, we get, uh, we get outcoached. They didn't make any adjustments. They, they had horrible uh, mistakes on the coaching team in the second half where they lost, where they lost, uh, um, they lost, uh, 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 they, uh, they had a bad call. He had a red flag. He the took challenge, a red flag. The challenge that he lost. We lost. It's a bad challenge. He lost the challenge. Lost the challenge. And, and and not only that. Let me let me make a one point that nobody's even saying anything about. We didn't play some bottom feeders. We played the number five statistical defense in the NFL. So when you think about Haneke playing against a team that is number five in the NFL, they've only lost one game, and they only lost it to the Eagles. You guys are beating up on this guy, and he's not getting paid $30 million a year. He's a backup. Dude, and you, and you're were you watching the same game that I'm watching? 
I was at the game. And let me and let me let me even say a little bit more than that. Carnegie doesn't play defense. Any defense that gives up ten points in three minutes, you need to sign. He threw an interception and well. they scored from the fifteen yard line. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Heineke does Heineke doesn't play defense. You're losing credibility by the second here, the longer you go on with this. I appreciate the call, man. If you're gonna call in here and try to defend Taylor Heineke, please come correct. Yes, Taylor Heineke doesn't play defense. Taylor Heineke also threw the back-breaking interception that led to the snowball effect that got you 10 points given up in a span of three minutes. So if you're going to blame somebody, make sure you're blaming the right folks. Taylor Heineke, if he doesn't throw that interception, they don't score 10 points in three minutes. Anybody with a functioning brain should understand that. Let's go to Mike in D.C. What's happening? What's going on, Mike? Hey, man. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, man. That guy, I think that guy, he was at the game, but I think, I don't Yeah, think must, must have been sipping too many game. brews. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what, what I take from the game yesterday and for the whole year, tell Heineke, man, it's, it's not a backup quarterback. He's a third stringer, man. They <laughs> they using him because he know they accept and everything. Taylor Heineke was the main reason why they lost it. And Taylor Heineke doesn't do that in the which which, by the way, He's constantly doing the same things over and over again. I mean, what what's going on here? If, you, if you're the backup quarterback, you know type of quarterback he is. Why not he your backup quarterback? He's good for one or two days, which means the third stringer. I mean, like you 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 got him and Wentz. Who's the quarterback coach? They when they go back a lot of times, they backing up, or especially Wentz. He backs up and instead of as strong as arm. Why are you backing up like that? And then he oh throws the ball in the dirt over people's head. In fact. That Tennessee game, the Reds, the, the Commanders would have won on that, on that, on that when they when they got down to the goal line there that would have won the game for them on the second down. The defensive line was backing up. Literally. They backed up. Not, not only that, you had you he had a block in front of him. He had Turner in front of him and McKissick in front of him. You mean to tell me you couldn't get two yards if you would have ran the ball? I was so mad at Wentz. I mean, he just what he did was threw the ball to the back end though. <laughs> Hey, my guy, I appreciate the call, man. Look, I, I, I share the frustrations that you guys have uh, with the lack of production offensively from this group. And, yes, we like to, I, I'm right now directly pointing the finger at Taylor Heineke, but if you don't think offensive coordinator Scott Turner has anything to do with the failures of this offense, you're naive. You're extremely naive. There's so – this is why I say the number one thing I really learned yesterday – was that the problems that Washington has offensively aren't fixable in this season. You need new personnel up front along this offensive line. They can't pass block. We have the third most expensive offense in the entire National Football League, and this is the product they were putting out on the field? This is it? I know a big part of that is because Carson Wentz is making $28 million, but hell, man, the numbers are what the numbers are. At some point, at some point, you got to make chicken salad out of chicken you-know-what. And that's on Scott Turner. But I understand it's difficult when you're constructing a game plan that you feel like your quarterback can't execute. So it's a lose-lose situation when it comes to this commander's offense. Because like I said, the problems that you have right now on the offensive side of the football are not fixable in the 2022 season. We'll keep rolling with it. Phone line's packed right now. If you're there, stay there. We're going to take a quick time out. When we come back, we'll take your calls. What did you learn yesterday in Washington's loss 
to the Minnesota Vikings. Your call's next. This is the fan. Final segment here on this abbreviated edition of Overtime here on 106.7 The Fan. The question is simple right now. The MGM National Harbor listener lines. What did you learn yesterday in the loss to the Minnesota Vikings? I'll run through some of the things I listed here. This defense, clearly, after watching them for 60 minutes yesterday, is amongst the best units in all the National Football League. This scouting department in front office, yesterday you saw it specifically on defense. The late-round gems, your Benjamin St. Juice, your Derek Forrest, your Cam Curls, your James Smith-Williams, those guys contributed in that phenomenal defensive effort. So that front office and scouting department definitely deserves credit. And Washington's offensive problems, to me, are not fixable this season. What does that mean? Well, it simply just means that at some point, Sam Howell's going to have to play. It would be organizational malpractice if they went into this offseason not knowing what they have at quarterback in Sam Howell. Let's go to the phones here. Andy's in Bethesda. What did you learn yesterday, buddy? Rapid fire here. All right, man. So it's I hear you on the defense, but this is what I learned yesterday. Mm-hmm. Ron Rivera needs to go for this <laughs> these reasons. First, I feel like I was in a time machine. Two years ago, the Commanders had a great defense and no quarterback. This year, they have a great defense and no quarterback, but there's a big difference. You're not going to win the division with a losing record this year mm-hmm. because everyone else is getting better, yet the Commanders don't. And that's clearly on the coach and the general manager, which I pretty much think is Ron Rivera because doesn't he have personnel control? Mm. So you're not getting any better. Not getting any better. Hey, I appreciate the call, Andy. I mean, that's that's how you do a rapid fire here. Anthony in D.C. wants to tap it. What would you learn yesterday, buddy? Yes, sir. Yeah, I learned that um, Taylor Heineke is just a backup. It is what it is. Um... And Scott Turner's got to go. He's had three different quarterbacks and it's the same result every time. He needs to go. Yeah, I appreciate the call, buddy. Reggie in D.C. What's up, Reg? What did you learn yesterday, buddy? Hey, what's going on, buddy? Two quick things I learned. I learned that when Chase comes back, because a lot of our pressure is coming from Allen and Payne, mm-hmm. I'm not seeing a lot of wins from Montez Sweat. I'm hoping that Chase can be that difference maker to force some turnovers and give us a short field. And then actually what I learned today is everything in Indy was not on Carson Wentz. I'm not saying he's the answer here, but right now I think it's a little too early to tell. But as we know today with what happened, mm-hmm. that was not on Carson Wentz in Indy. No, I appreciate the call, Reg, and I completely agree with you, man. Alonzo and Anacostia, what's happening? What's going on, Alonzo? Yeah, Alonzo. Got to turn your radio down, Alonzo. Go once. Go twice. Ned in Vienna wants to tap it. What's going on, Ned? The Redskins' problems are the same problems that are the rest of the league's problems. What? They're batted balls all the time. Mm. Buffalo put up 17 points yesterday. Kansas City had trouble scoring. Tom Brady looks terrible. Aaron Rodgers looks terrible. Baker Mayfield can't even get on the field. <laughs> the Redskins' line is, is a real problem. Heineke's running for his life. Did he make a horrible mistake? Yes, he did. But scoring is way down throughout the league, and these offenses aren't moving the ball and aren't scoring points in a league that's designed to let you score points. Hey, Ned, I appreciate the call. I completely agree with you. Scoring is down across the National Football League, but Taylor Heineke is the problem. <laughs> Let's go to Chris and Reston. What's happening? What's going on, Chris? 
Taylor Heineke is not the problem. Listen, Scott Turner is the problem. 17 of our 24 runs were between the tackles. How about a toss sweep? How about a jet sweep? You're going against the Minnesota Vikings who have two of the best edge rushers in football, buddy. I'm sorry. It's hard to do that. The one jet sweep we ran was for 22 yards. How about rolling the pocket out? How about getting him outside the pocket? He's 5'10". Of course he's going to throw it into defensive lineman's arms when he takes a seven-step drop. Chris, think about, about rolling the pocket? Chris, think about it, though. When you roll your quarterbacks out of the pocket and give them half-field reads, it becomes much easier to guard as a defense because you can't run as many different route combinations. Appreciate the call, buddy. We're out of time here on this abbreviated edition of Overtime. If you're tapping in with me, I appreciate you. Lucky for you guys, guess what? I'm back with you tomorrow night, 6.30 to 10, following Grant and Danny right here on The Fan. we got a jam-packed lineup. Chase Hughes will join us to talk some Wizards. Sam Fortier of the Washington Post will join us to give us the latest on the Commanders. And in the 9 o'clock hour, we'll take a national big-picture look at the NFL with USA Today's touchdown wires, Mark Schofield. He's set to join the program as well. Until then, if you want more of me, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. I'm back with you tomorrow night, 6.30 to 10, right here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 